I don't have to remember the nonsense I started with again, do I? Yeah, but no. you did, we just started with that, so we got. <laughs> <laughs> I got skills. All right. So, uh, <laughs> hello. Uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Dungeons and Dragons. Makes me totally stay on topic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let me now. Let me describe to you in minute detail the, uh, the the concert I listened to last week. <laughs> uh, so last time on Dungeons and Dragons, you went to get Sean's haunted doll banished. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she didn't go easy. That's right. Uh, and you had to you had to you had to fight uh, you had to fight her. Um, uh, both her doll form and then her true demon form, uh, but inter- uh, but it, the battle ended in a very climactic fashion when um, when she cast a spell on uh, on Gwyn that you know like sucked the life force out of him and made like him take the damage that she took, uh, and he re- re- rebuked it, rebuked that with uh, some radiant damage that. Um, knocked both of them out uh, uh, but fortunately for Gwen uh, Gwen had friends there and it didn't, didn't so Gwen got to live uh, yeah, that was so cinematic it was great uh, after that um, you all uh, uh, rested uh, you took a took a day just to kind of recover um, and then the next day at the start of the week uh, you Tried to find things to do around Virtuous Car and found it to be kind of whole of a hole that was not just not really exciting. Uh, so you uh, bought a wagon and a pair of horses named Snicker and Doodle, uh, and took to the road south towards Carthol. Uh, along the road, uh, as you were getting ready to stop to make camp, you ran across Miriam, a member of the Order of the Flame Wing. Uh, a, a kind of lone adventurer traveling the country to make it safer. Uh, you had some dialogue with her before bedtime uh, uh, and uh, Brindley painted her nails. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then she um, went to sleep and let you know that um, you know she could uh, if anything came within 100 feet of the camp it would wake her up and so you didn't really need to worry about posting a watch. So uh, that's kind of where we left off. So it is now the 16th of planting. It is Queen's Day. It's very Tuesday vibes. Um, no, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. Uh, just uh, as the like as the first colors of dawn's light appear on the horizon, um, 88, you notice uh, uh, Miriam kind of <coughs> rouse herself and start getting up. Uh, and she looks over at you and just says, uh, I'm going to go catch breakfast. I'll be right back. And uh, she kind of uh, heads off into the uh, into the grasses. Uh, by the time the rest of you wake up, uh, there's a couple of skinned and gutted rabbits roasting on a spit over a fire. Uh, and Miriam sitting there kind of turning the, turning the stick. Uh, the smell of, smell of delicious cooking rabbit. Uh, fills your nostrils. <laughs> nods at the nods at a lot of you and says, "Morning." Morning. Morning. She says, uh, "None of you have a problem eating rabbit, right?" Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. She says, uh, 
She says, uh, there's a fellow member of the order who uh, wouldn't eat anything meaty, just vegetables. So I always make sure to ask. To each his own, I guess. She nods. She says, uh, she says, I don't, I don't see, uh, she says, I don't, I don't see the need for it, but I respect his decision. Uh, she says, rabbit's about done. Uh, then she pulls a lid off of a pot and she says, and it looks like the, uh, oatmeal is as well. Uh, she says, I assume you all have your own, uh, cups and bowls and the like. Yeah, and I take out my matching set of campware. It's arches an eyebrow. She arches an eyebrow at the side of it. It's a very coordinated set you have there. Yes, my mom bought it for me. Her name's Miriam, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, She says, "Well, uh, you all are heading down to Carthel, right?" That is correct. Mm-hmm. She says, I can I can go with you about halfway. What's halfway between here and Carthel? Uh, she says, uh, well, what used to be a fork in the road. Cool. Uh, she curious. says, now it heads through the Lorenwood, which most, most travelers don't dare go through these days. Is that where you're headed? She knows. What's Why don't there? She says, says, um, well, ever since the city of Lorencar was lost, she says, there are strange, strange things in those woods. Horrors, abominations. Cool. She says, uh, I, I, she says, it's traveling through there isn't for the faint of heart or the are those that aren't supremely skilled with a sword. I would recommend avoiding. <laughs> I recall learning that Lorencar was a place of where a great magical catastrophe occurred. She nods. She says that was a couple hundred years before it was lost. She says, uh, uh, she says, though I, she says, of course the rumors are is that they're still strange magical oddities that spring forth from its former location. Was there a reason we were going to Carthel? You're eventually heading to Sinport, so... <clears throat> we really have no destination in mind once yeah. I mean, to get to Sinport, you have to get to Altaria. <laughs> That's what I thought. But. To get to Altaria, you have to get to uh, Carthel. So, <laughs> <laughs> basically, we had the choice of going west or east, and just kind of went, eh, east is fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, as long as we're not going east, mm-hmm. we are going east. As long as we're not going west. Watch, we'll get to Sinport, and <laughs> Caitlin will realize, oh no, this is a place I was trying to get away from, not go back to. <laughs> God, that'd be terrible. Oh shit, did I leave my oven on? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you? No, no. <laughs> oh, okay, that's probably... You get to Sinport, you're like, ah, oh, crap, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know, I'll look back. 
So is there any is there any particular reason you're going to Lauren Carr or, or Lauren Wood? She says, she nods. She says, uh, rumors of a new foul beast in the woods. What kind of beast? Yeah. She says, a foul one. <laughs> she, she says, uh, foul, yes. Uh, Dark and foul, she says. Um, Perhaps some kind of mutated duck. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> no, no. Uh, probably, probably something vaguely demonic or. Or mutated, maybe perhaps a perhaps a, a giant waterfowl, but usually nothing that mundane. <laughs> Why would there be a mutated duck? She says. Why would there be a sharp cat? <laughs> Fair. Am I, am I missing a memory? No. No. It, it was a pun on a fowl. Because she said there's a foul. <laughs> oh, puns. I'm just going to write here. Puns. Yeah. I don't get them. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't me that made the bad joke this time. so <laughs> I didn't expect that. You didn't immediately cotton on to the fact that it was, yeah. in fact, a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think you'd want assistance? Yeah, we could. We're, I mean, we're not in a rush. Yeah, we're mainly yeah. going in the direction. Not she kind of eyes you all up and down and says, I mean this with the sincerest, sincerest niceness. Uh, she says, you would just become a liability for me. <laughs> you bitch is way too weak. <laughs> I don't know. Fair we're enough. badass. We just, beat, we just beat another demon. She says, um, she says, mm. describe this, describe this demon to me. She's actually very interested in this. She, <laughs> Well, well, it used to be a doll. Yeah, it was a little tiny doll. Yay big. Mm-hmm. Best friends. Yeah, went over there. Not best friends. Acquaintances. Oh, no, she, she said best friends. She, she said, oh, this, the, the, sorry, she says you had the haunted doll. She says, yeah. you, you told me about that last night. She says, uh, so there was a demon inside of it and you defeated it? Yeah, yeah. And the demon looked like this and I described it. Oh, I she, she says, it sounds like a shadow demon. She says one of the one of the weakest kinds of demons. <laughs> yeah, weak we weak as fuck. I, I imagine I look at Miriam and I see someone who is approaching like godhood, right? Uh well out of character, she has the wings of a sorcerer, so she's at least thirteenth level. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to be eighteenth to get the wings. No, it's thirteenth. It's you guys... a, lot, a lot earlier than eighteenth. Huh. Okay. Uh, but we I, weren't weren't super high level when that happened, and Narasana had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had those wings for a while, and okay. you guys hit eighteenth level right before the end of the campaign. So. Uh, That's right. Anyway, yes, very high level character. So. Mm-hmm. Did we did we tell you about the? ancient dead thing she says uh no she says she's she says taking a big bite out of like a haunch of rabbit <laughs> I, I i i nibble on the leg that i'm holding so it's like um, 14, 14th level is the wings yeah. you get your dread presence at 18th <laughs> Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to have a dread presence, so <laughs> we haven't pissed her off yet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's still time. 
<laughs> always still time for us. Yeah. So you describe the copes of trees and the Cretan to D? Yeah. Hmm. She says, and you fought and killed that. Oh, no. No, no, we ran, ran entirely we away from ran that. away from that. She says, I believe that was a wise course of action. No. She <laughs> says, uh, she says, but yes, the things I investigate in the woods are akin to that. Except they won't let me go. Yeah. Fair enough. Probably see you says, and, and she says, and I say this with the sincerest respect, she says, you all seem, you all seem to be able to handle yourselves well. You seem like hardy adventurers, she says, and as you become more seasoned adventurers, you'll be able, to, you'll, you'll learn to fight such things. At that point, uh, as she's talking, I reach into my bag and pull out little pieces of chocolate and put them into my um, oatmeal. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Oh, you you have chocolate." Do you want some? I almost completely forgot. She that. says, "Yep, yeah, yes, fuck yes, I, I would love some chocolate." <laughs> I pass her the bag. <laughs> she pulls out. She pulls out like a chunk of it and passes it back. Uh, she says, "It's been a while." She... Anybody else? No. Okay. She says, "So, um, shall we get going?" Mm-hmm. I believe we should. I'm good. All right, so she uh, packs up her her bedroll uh, in her little kind of canopy that she was sleeping under, uh, stows it away in her in her her bag. Uh, make sure that she uh, you know kind of adjusts this, her sword on her back. Make sure it's in a uh, with 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 the kind of the uh, with the movements of somebody who's done this thousands of times. Just getting it exactly right. Uh, and she says, uh, oh, she says, um, I wouldn't mind not walking for a bit if you don't mind having me in your cart. Go right ahead. Yeah. Cuddle on in. She hops up in the back. Um, <laughs> Roll 20 has graduated from a fi- uh, 503 error to an unhandled low-level error. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's pretty much how I live my life, so it should be <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we were talking about essential trash earlier. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my life, essential trash. How do I see this? <clears throat> so you uh, hop in the wagon. Uh, Nithis, I'm assuming you're driving again since you have the proficiency in. Mm-hmm. Vehicles. Yep. Right. Uh, so you start rumbling down the road uh, on your wagon, Snicker and Doodle pulling mm-hmm. you as you go down. Um, as you uh, as you continue southward, um, after a little bit, you pass um, kind of a just kind of a mess of trees off the side of the road, and you can see little bits of um, like uh, what looks like foundations of what used to be houses and buildings okay um and uh as you as you get near them uh uh miriam says now be careful she says sometimes bandits lurk in these old structures Hmm. or foul beasts 
Uh, she keeps her hand on her sword as you rattle past it. Okay. I keep it. Close watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, everybody roll hey, me per- hey, perception Samantha. check. <laughs> Perception. Oops. Nope, that's low. Fifteen. Six. Mm-hmm. Ten. No. Four. We did does, it, uh, yes. does Winchester get one too? No. <laughs> nice, nice try. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, who is Winchester? Uh, Amanda, as you drive by one of the buildings, you notice like there's the remains of it. Like it's clearly like a, a bar table, like like a big long bar, you know, that you'd see like in a tavern. Um, but aside from that, they uh, they appear deserted. Wait, is this the Rosenthorn? The that where we met Miriam, a Felker. Oh, uh, what was? I thought there was so, a, what, I thought, what about the place with Tomas? I thought that's what would be heading first. Oh, maybe. Tomas, if I remember correctly, Tomas was Rosewater. Yeah. Oh, that's maybe what I'm thinking, Rosewater. Um, you know, I had... I don't know what I did with my more detailed maps, but... Uh, yeah, it's one of those towns. <laughs> I think it's in a folder, but basically, like all the all those little small towns between the bigger town between the bigger cities have are gone. Mm-hmm. It's no, a dangerous fish time. Tacos. <laughs> no, fish tacos. Uh, uh, so, what do you guys? What do y'all discuss while you're tooling down the countryside? Hmm. Guess this isn't going to talk much. Just focus on driving the wagon. Yeah. I'll listen. I think I would probably try to draw Miriam out and see if she knows any good songs or poems. Um, she is actually a bit demure about it. She says, uh, she says, it's not really what we're about as an order. <laughs> she says, uh, just sometimes when I'm walking by myself, I'll sing a song or two, she says, but, uh, that's nothing that I'd be comfortable sharing in front of people. She seems oddly she seems very uncomfortable with the idea of performing in front of you all. Okay. Well, I wouldn't press for sure. That's not what Chalik is about. What is your favorite thing to do on the weekends? What she says, what's a weekend? You know, when you're not doing other things. She says, We don't we don't get days off. Well, I'm sure there's days where you relax a little bit. Finding your spare time. Spare Let's say time? you've just killed something and you haven't heard about something else you need to kill yet. What are you going to do? Find something else to find. You'll find identify what threats are threatening the country. That's very unsurprising. <laughs> she says, uh, "Oh, hey, uh, roll twenties back up." Yay! 
Yay. Let's see if we can kill something! What is your favorite season? She says, do you, have a, do, you have, do you have these questions on, a, on cards or something? <laughs> no, I, I just think them up. <laughs> She's um, very curious. She says, no, I appreciate that. She says, that's actually a, a good quality um, to have. Uh, she says to... She says, when I'm recuperating, she says... Uh, I, I do often enjoy, she says, and she kind of looks around conspiratorially, she says, it's kind of small, thin romance pamphlets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, fucking calamity. <laughs> she says, uh, she says, um, you know, uh, they're just they're just so they're just so unrealistically cheesy. It's a nice escape. What's your favorite one? Oh, what's my favorite one? She says, Well, there is this one about this um kind of monster hunter that roams the lands and uh and then, you know, conveniently finds herself in all these sort of romantic entanglements with the uh you know, locals. Uh, she says, I, I've never told anybody this. I can't believe that <laughs> telling you. Uh, she says, you are quite disarming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, what, well, you know, she says, Brittany, you ask all these questions. What about yourself? What do you, uh, what do you do in your weekend? Um, I like to read and I like to go swimming and I like to read while I'm in the water and swimming. It's obviously not swimming because you just kind of float there and it's cool. Um, I like to help my mom cook even though I'm not very good at it. Um, I like to meet new people and have conversations with them and sit outside under a tree and see what's going on. She says, so you do all of that. She says, how much downtime do you have? Like a lot. (laughs) Well, some of my reading's not downtime. It was studying, but now I don't study anymore. I'm an adventurer. You know, indeed. What is the prettiest place you've ever been? She thinks about it for a while. She says, um, There's some hills north of Crailston, she says, that over overlook the river and the city. And she says, and at night when all the city lights come on and reflect in the water, she says, I couldn't I couldn't think of a place prettier than that. Hmm. That's cool. I've never been to Crailston. Oh, she says, you surely must go sometime. Well, probably. Did she say the hills north of Crailston? Mm-hmm. 
She I says, so what are you, she says, I don't know if you all told me, what are you going to Carthel for? Good direction to go. Yeah. We don't really have a destination in mind. Nethos wants to go east and we're like, okay. Yep. Mainly we just wanted to get away from a crime lord. That's right. We do have to get away from a crime lord, don't All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all seem to keep forgetting about the crime lord. <laughs> right? He's not forgot about us, I bet. <laughs> oh, crime lords. Yep. They're always fun to know. Made some mistakes. <laughs> mean mistakes. <laughs> Might be a strong Potato, word. Oh, I say potato. <laughs> well, I thought roll twenty was back up. It's not. Aww. It is loading. That's all right. <laughs> uh, anywho, oh well, slowly maybe. Uh, She says, um, <sighs> she says, well, she says, you certainly all have been entertaining travelers. She says, uh, you know, sometimes you come across people on the roads who are, well, boring. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. That would be awful. We're certainly Actually, not dead. That sounds awesome. Boring people? Yeah. Why? Just, you know, silence. <laughs> uh, there's nothing, nothing breaks up the day like a nice peppering with questions. That's why I like hanging around with Finley. Yo. <laughs> With uh, this pointed question, Brindley's trying her best not to be too talkative. <laughs> <laughs> to see her like slowly start getting a little antsier and more agitated. Um. I'm on roll 20, by the way. Yep, me too. Uh, so, Miriam. She says yes. Have you ever been down to um, the southern countries? Uh, stay in, in Carthol. She says, uh, do you mean Pericles or the Empire? Either. She says, I've been to Pericles. She says, uh, Try to avoid getting in behind imperial lines. Why? <laughs> she says, a uh, uh, person of my talents, she says, uh, you know, she says, they would, they would more like to capture or kill me than leave me be. Hmm. She says, there is a war coming. I've heard. <laughs> uh, she says, and whatever, whatever their, whatever their goal or aim is, she says, um, she says they'll 
they'll do what they can to get rid of people like me. Who are they going to fight? She says, everybody until there's nobody left to fight. She says, just an endless cycle of conquering and tribute. That doesn't sound very neighborly. I wouldn't call them neighborly, no. She says, what of you? She says, um, you're clearly not from around here. Where do you hail from? Uh, Noshima? Way in the west. Hmm. She says, where did you pick up your accent? She says, definitely not from Noshima. I traveled a lot with my parents. I think they were from somewhere in the south. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> 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 I knew this was going to come back and bite me in the ass. My deception is hella high. Oh, that's a 25, motherfucker. <laughs> Hers is probably way better than mine just because she's a beast, but that's a good roll. That's a great roll and seems to be enough to uh, satisfy her. Oh my. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more worried about Brindley's notes. <laughs> yes. She says, uh, she says it can be a, a, a life on all you wrote is hard, especially on a youngster. She says, um, I, I'm, I'm sympathetic. Didn't mind it. I didn't have a bad time. I had my mom, my dad, and my brother and my sister. Any dogs or cats? Or what? Or cats? No. Hmm. Nope, we did not have animals. That's sad. We could get you a cat. No. No. It would have been fun to have a cat. I don't need a cat. Muffles doesn't like cats, so I can't have a cat. <clears throat> oh right, waffles is your family dog. Um. All right, so uh, as you guys are uh, coasting along, um, uh, you you the road kind of comes alongside a a little kind of a small river. Um with uh, kind of some bushes and trees lighting the side of it. Uh, and uh, Miriam points to the trees at an old ruined building on the side of the road. She says, uh, she says, did you know that they used to, uh, they used to maintain these roads. They'd have guards every, every few miles. Wow. How long ago was that? Um, she says, before the war. Um, and at that, she uh, she perks up and says, get your weapons. Trouble ahead. Ready. I'm so excited. Um, Do I hear trouble ahead? 
Uh, as your as your as the road uh, turns up ahead, uh, and over like uh, over this kind of old wooden bridge, uh, you all see uh, there's uh, two uh, two humans with swords and an ogre that are crouching down. Uh, and as you pull the horses to a stop, uh, they say, "Oh, that's far enough." Uh, give us the horses, the cart, and whatever valuables you have, and you can live with your lives. Um, during the old, I want to go with the I laugh. Wow, did you make a whoopsie? <laughs> Our friend here is pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wings. we're running quickly. She has wings. <laughs> What, what? Are you bandits? Y- yes. Oh. Then I'm sorry, but we will have to kill you. <laughs> oh, okay. That seems awful draconian. <laughs> I get out of the cart. Wow. Yeah, let's roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I guess if you gotta roll a natural one. Yep, I'll roll There's the time to do it. <laughs> I also roll crap. Fourteen. Nineteen total. Six. Two. Eight. All right. Um, everyone, you'll need a roll 20 for this. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited. I got my extra fine fountain pen to finally fucking work. Nice. <laughs> so excited. I bought it like a year ago. Have you thought about getting actual drafting pens? Um, what's the difference? Um, they have a refillable ink reservoir. What's They're a little. I mean, they they're they're fountain pens with refillable ink. Oh, okay. I cannot load into the map for some reason. Um, I think it it just takes forever. <clears throat> One set. Uh, Gwen, what'd you get for initiative? Uh, Nineteen. Okay, Brindley. Eight. Eighty-eight. Six. Nithis. Two. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, for those of you that can see the map, we'll do that, and then Matt will just describe it. Uh, or you can send me a screenshot. That's fine. Um, could one of you send him a screenshot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharing sure. my screen. Awesome. You Thank you, Amanda. Zoom. There. All right, so when you're up first. Uh, sorry, I'm moving around. I didn't see the actual people on the thing. Uh, let's see. Is there a movement cost to climb down out of a cabin or thingy? I'd say it's like, uh, it probably counts double move, so 10 feet. Okay. 
uh, well, why I didn't expect to go first. <laughs> um, 20 feet. Okay, so I will go 10, wait, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Is this um, any kind of cover or anything for them? Uh, the trees, um, I would say the trees provide like, yeah, if you're under a tree, especially since you're smaller, I'd say it provides like a, a dis cover so they would have disadvantage to attack you. Okay, but I can still see them mm -hmm. fine? Okay. Um, I will, since I'm standing a little ways away from them, cast sleep on them. Okay. Uh, 5d8. <clears throat> oh my god that sucks <laughs> um roll 5d8 four five six seven nine hit points Um, one of the one of the bandits falls asleep. Really? Holy shit! Wow. <laughs> Just one. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Even one did. Um. He's he's, he's uh, oh no! I'm sorry. He doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna say. I thought it's gonna had... be a really sad fight if they only have nine hit Well, points. one of them. One of them's a much lower CR than the other others. So. He's oh. kind of the uh, the sidekicky one. He's uh, the red shirt. Yeah, he's rolled, the red shirt. Uh, rolled five d eight, three ones, a two, and a four. It's insane. Sounds about right. Yeah, that sucks. All right, uh, puts up Miriam. Um, she's going to pop her wings. Uh. Uh, fly up. Um, and she's going to <laughs> cast a spell. Uh, she um, she uh, points at the bridge um, and uh, everybody there needs to make a deck save. Oof, they did not roll well. Oh, the ogre did. Uh, so uh, they suddenly find themselves falling upwards into the sky. Oh, nice. Uh, except for the ogre who grabs onto the bridge railing, like his like feet are dangling, uh, and he's just like holding on while he like kind of flies up while the rest of them flies up into the air. Uh, so now they are 100 feet up in the air. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and then Miriam just kind of looks at you all, winks, 
uh, and then suddenly they just start plummeting. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and how long does it take them to fall under feet? Uh, about the same amount of time it took. Yeah, about the same amount of time it took him to. Oh, that bridge is going to be squishy. All right, uh, these two bandits are dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up, friendly? I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> Wash the bridge off. Hose it down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rest the digitation to get guts off of the bridge. You know. <laughs> Bandit squeezings. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, I'm going to cast the spell and draw some water up from uh in from the river mm -hmm. and then it freezes suddenly and flies right into the ogre. I snipe. He has to make a dexterity nice. saving throw. Nice. All right. Um. Uh, Dex is not as good to. He really lucked out on that gravity roll. Uh, six. Six does not save. Yeah, I didn't think it would. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you also have to roll the hit, I believe. Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry. I missed that because it does not say so on the top part of it. Which spell is this? Ice knife. Ice knife. Um, that is a 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> okay. Um, let me check something. Really All right, so he's going to take a d10 plus 2d6 cold damage. Uh, I cast it at second level. So oh, so uh, 3d6. 3D6. A lot. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> and, are you, and are you doing this from the back of the cart? Yeah. Okay. 11. Uh, 11 All my D6s are ones. Oh, jeez. That's still 11 points of damage. Yeah. All right, anything else in your turn? Um, I'm going to... Uh, bonus action, Shillelagh, since I can Okay. Staying in the cart? Yes. Well, now I don't want to. <laughs> right? But yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, puts up the bandits. That makes it even worse! <laughs> uh, the ogre is going to stomp over to you, Gwyn. And, um... Pound me into jelly. It's gonna be. That's what he's gonna try to do. Cobalt paste. Uh, 
Yeah. Full gross tonight. Not even pun. I know. I don't even know why. <laughs> All right. Uh, AC 16, will that hit you? That misses. All right. So you're able to kind of dodge out from his club. Um, and then all the archers go. What? <laughs> <laughs> this did seem a little too easy. <laughs> Trixie DM. <laughs> what? <laughs> all the archers are shooting us. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, Miriam's going to take two attacks, uh, or four attacks, actually. These, these each get to make two attacks per round, so. Um, Miriam takes two hits, though she doesn't seem too put off by them. <laughs> she takes two arrows, arrows to the bicep, and she clenches it, and they pop right back out. Basically. Uh, Gwen, you're taking two attacks from the one above you. Uh, 21 and an 18. They both hit. All right. Uh, you take 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then, um, Nithis, you're driving. So two shots at you from the one directly opposite you, north of you. Uh, nine's gonna miss. How about a fourteen? Um. Oh yeah, my my AC is thirteen. All right. Uh, you take nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh. All right. Puts up eighty-eight. So all the archers are visible now. Uh, yeah, I'd say they were, um, their stealth checks were higher than any of your passive perceptions. Uh, but now that they've fired, you can see where they are in the trees. Okay. Uh, I am going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start by firing a guiding bolt at the one, uh, across the river, but further north. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's very good. So that is a uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that'll definitely hit. Ooh, hot damn. Um, 21 points of radiant damage. Oh, wow. well, I was going to put this little, he's marked on uh, the guiding bolt light on there, but he's dead. He just falls <laughs> out. He just falls out of the tree and like his head hits the ground with a sickly thump. <laughs> uh, and then I will hop out of the cart and move up next to Gwyn, uh, readying my uh, double-ended scimitar and trying to look imposing. Like here or there? Next, adjacent to the ogre. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. Nithis. Um, how do I bring up the measuring tool? Uh, there should be that little ruler icon. Yep. On the ruler. It's like a circle with a thing going out of it. Sort oh, of an upside down cue. Okay. So which guy's dead? Okay, I see. So, joink. 
Um, cause archers will have disadvantage if I'm within five feet of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And how high up is he? Uh, they're each about 20 feet up in the trees. Okay. I will go ahead and move. Now, now I have to come back. I will move here. And since I'm about ready to cast a spell, I'll use a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Fly up 10 feet. So am I within five feet of him then? Or I'm still within 10 feet? You're, you're 10 feet. 10 feet away from it. Okay. That sucks, but oh well. Well, he's still very, you see a look of surprise on his face as you fly up that tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then I will use uh, Firebolts. Which is 21 to hit. That'll hit. And damage. Oh, balls. Two. Oh. All right. He takes two points. That's it. That's all I can do. All right. Win. Back up to you. Top of the round. All right. Um... I will. It's an action shift. I've completely forgotten how to play fucking D and D, guys. <laughs> I apologize. That's okay. Um, I think. I will go ahead and use my um, Gravel Cower and Bag ability. Please, Mr. Ogre, please don't hurt us. If, if you don't shoot me in the head, my head is soft. I like it where it is. Um, so, <laughs> What's that get you again? Remind It's uh, anybody um, <clears throat> until the end of my next turn. Allies gain advantage on attacks against enemies within 10 feet of me that can see me. So it's the ogre and the archer. Okay. I think that's all I can do. The ogre kind of looks down at you and just goes, Mm. All right, what's up, Uh, Miriam? She's going to look at the uh, one that shot her. She's just going to be like, oh, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) She just flies over uh, and attacks him with her sword. Um, You just look over and see this burst of flame. uh, And then you see two halves of this guy falling out of the tree. So cool. She she cuts him in half so hard his parents get cut in half. All right. Um, what's up, Brindley? I think Amanda's got her counting face on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's doing the math. I can yeah. see it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Literally, we can see it. She's sharing her screen. <laughs> I did not take very good spells. Um, what you got? 
I picked adventuring spells and not fighting spells. Uh, you I do have a magical know. stick. Yeah, I know. But that would require me a uh, soft little druid to get right up on something really big. Oh, what's the worst that could happen <laughs> with that? <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Seven Bestial Spirits second level. Um, and I'm going to create a a uh, snowy owl and he's going to fly and attack this guy in the tree. Where is this? That's a great spell. It's the only good one I have. <laughs> you have a chalele. Yeah, I know. But I wanted to do something better than hit somebody for two points. <laughs> um, and he's going to do his multi attack. He gets advantage. Mr. Hoops. Yes. Don't then stop it. I gotta roll a dice. <laughs> he just wants to roll the dice for you. Uh, that is plus what's plus what's. Um, he's going to start mauling him with his claws, and that is 16, 17, 18 to hit. That'll hit. All right. And this is, oh, five, six, seven damage. Then he's going to make a second attack. And that is a natural 20 for my beastie. Nice. Um, seven plus... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 points of damage. And I go, good job, Pootie Toot. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the guy just, like, the, the owl just goes swooping in and just starts raking the guy's face. And uh, he is so just kind of surprised and, like, unexpected of this that he just uh, falls out of the tree and dies. <laughs> Great. Great job, Mr. Hootie Toot. to the ground with a crunch. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, puts up the bandits. Um, uh, the one that's above Nithis, Nithis, you can hear him just say, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He's going to make two attacks on you. Uh, both will hit. At least a, a 16 and a 20, I'm assuming, do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for five and four, so nine more points of damage. Only nine? Yep. He rolled low. Um, and then uh, the ogre, who, if he was better at math, would run away, but is not good at math, so he <laughs> stay. Uh, he is going to try to squash Gwyn into jelly again. Oh. And he has disadvantage on this, you said? Because you're, you're cowering big? No, no uh, everyone has advantage to hit him. Oh, everyone has advantage, okay. Um, does a 18 hit? Yes. All right. Uh, you try to dodge out of the way of the club again, uh, but it catches you this time in the shoulder. Uh, for 
15 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof, duh. It's also the sound the uh, club made as it swung through the air. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Puts up um, all the other archers. No, I'm just kidding. Puts up 88. (laughs) Yes. Uh, 13 to hit the ogre. Uh, 13 will hit. Hooray! That damn it. Reroll that. Damn it. Um, six points of slashing damage. Okay. And bonus action attack is a 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will hit. Seven points of slashing damage. Nice. And what the hell, I will action surge mm-hmm. for another attack. Where's my action surge? There's my action surge. That is a 21 to hit. You're still at advantage. I forgot that. Uh, 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and spend a combat superiority die to do a... We'll try to do a trip attack with this one. So deals, come on D4, you can do better than that. Uh, plus, yeah. uh, 12 points of slashing and it needs to make a strength saving throw. All right, 12 points of slashing. It is pretty good at those. Let me, how good. Uh, 15. Yeah, it saves. And that is the end of my turn. All right. Nithis. Okay, I'm going to do Chromatic Orb. Thunder at this guy. Oh, yeah. The guy guy in the tree? Yeah. (laughs) That'll hit. No. Might be overkill, but let's go. (laughs) <laughs> 12 points of damage uh, you blast him out of the tree and he falls into the river yeah that's what I wanted his, his uh, lifeless body just starts floating downstream oh no you hear a clap of thunder you just hear, you hear a clap of thunder and a Wilhelm scream as the guy just goes ah! <laughs> I'll That'll go be. ahead and use a bonus action to fly down uh, oh that's not my screen huh <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'll use my bonus action to fly here. Okay. With wind billowing. It looks cool. Damn right. All right. Uh, Puts up wind back at the top of the round. All right. Oh, and the ogre is now bloodied. Sorry, I meant to, should have mentioned that. Oh, I should have used a bonus action to attack the ogre. Oh, well. All right, I will. <clears throat> I think I'll just lay on hands myself. Sometimes I touch my face. So I will give myself. Go me. Yeah. Chill, like, help me. He hit that. He hit me hard. So I give myself 20 points back. Nice. And then I'll just taunt the ogre. Is that all you got, you big bastard? 
but that doesn't have any effect. So. Uh, he does. He just kind of roars in your face. I give him the tiniest little kobold finger. Okay. Uh, puts up Miriam. She's gonna fly over. She's just gonna watch. <laughs> I mean, you guys seem to have this under control. She could like end it immediately, but she'll intervene if she feels like it's necessary. She doesn't want to steal your thunder. I love it. All right, Brindley. Alrighty, I am going to. I'm going to get down. And I'm going to hit him with my stick. Your magical stick? Hey, you killed like a bunch of people in like the first session with that stick. That's true. (laughs) I think the majority of people. Um, What what do I add to my stick? (laughs) Uh, It should be on this. Okay. Uh, 20. Nice. All right, that'll hit. Uh, that's nine points of bludgeoning damage. Um, all right, he's still and, up. Then following that, Mr. Hootie Toot swoops over and raises him. Uh, probably misses the first one. That's slowish. They're pretty low. I don't think he has all that whole bunch. Uh, four, five, six. So, yeah, that's nine points. Or, I mean, nine to hit does not hit. Ooh, nine. better. Uh, 17 plus two. 19 right. to hit. Uh, that'll hit. All right. Uh, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Uh, Ogre is still up. Uh, It's his turn. Uh, Let's see. Oh, so many jelly targets. Um, He's going to focus on, keep focusing on Gwyn since Gwyn was the, he's a a little monomania, this Ogre. He likes to to finish what he started. (laughs) Uh, 20. AC 20? Oh, yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty or clean it is. <laughs> uh, that's 14 points. Okay. And he's just, he's just like, I'm going to spread you on toast. What's uh, <laughs> up, idiot? <laughs> okay. Um... Let's go ahead and um, two more uh, scimitar attacks. So first one is nine. Ah, uh, that'll miss. That one misses. Bonus action attack. Fuck, is a four or, or no, not a four. Uh, eight, but that still misses. Yes. So, I swing at the giant ogre and somehow miss. <laughs> it's more just it's hard to it's hard to get a good uh, good angle on that to get in there. It's real thick. All right. 
bounces off his thick, leathery hide. Nithis. Alrighty. Well, I don't have to move. So I am going to go ahead and cast Chromatic Orb as a second level and see what happens. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. 23. Yep. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's a lot. 25. Nice. 25 damage? 25 damage. And what kind of damage is this? Thunder. Uh, yeah, he just, you just, like, there's a loud clap of thunder, uh, and you just see blood start pouring out of his ears, and he falls over dead. (laughs) Since I didn't have to use the second spell, I'll, uh, use my bonus action to half flutter, and, that's still not my screen, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Fly ten feet, and get back onto the wagon. Nice. Because I like my bonus action. It's fallen. Alright, um, that's the end of combat. Uh, so, you want to stop, stop, the, stop the screen share? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad right now. Bad at what? I'm at eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't get any at least. I'll be right back. One more hit and I was probably done. <laughs> it sounds like people want to break, so I'm just going to pause it. And use the restroom and all that stuff. We'll be back in a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, let's. And we'll scout on all of them. That's right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, having successfully slain the bandits, uh, Miriam kind of uh, descends to the ground and lands softly, retracts her wings. She nods at y'all. Good work. See, we're cool. Uh, she points. She points at the. Uh, there's like a uh, that ruined out building that she pointed out earlier. She points to it and says, "I I imagine they're probably working out of there." She says, uh, "Let's go see what we can find." Loot. Loot. Yes, we go loot. I will. Uh, we loot the corpses. All right. So you loot the corpses. Uh, you get 15 gold pieces in various currency. Yes. Someone keeping a party bag, or is that each? That's total. I don't think do anybody's keeping a party bag. No. Do we want a party bag, or do we just want to split everything? I don't care. Uh, let's split everything right now because I don't have any gold at all. <laughs> okay. We can three for everyone. <laughs> oh, Miriam refuses her her portion. But then it doesn't split evenly, Miriam. <laughs> she she throws in an extra gold piece, so you each each uh, Fair enough. Okay. All right. Four, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you go uh, over to that kind of guardhouse, uh, the, the former guardhouse. Uh, there's like a stone foundation and like some rotting, like some rotting walls. Uh, the front of which. Is kind of collapsed, no roof. Um, the uh, stone floor with like has vegetation growing up through it. Uh, you see, uh, you see some cots li- uh, lying around in there. Um, and one corner of it uh, kind of has a bunch of like foul-smelling rags. You get the idea of where the ogre was staying. Oh. Uh, but you also see like uh, just kind of piles of crates uh, here and there in the within the building. 
and as you start opening them up, you find um, things presents. like, like, <laughs> yeah, somebody's Christmas presents for the year. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you find uh, like one of them is just full of like trail rations and food. Uh, another one is full of like, looks like just like it's like a box of nails, maybe from like a blacksmith that was being shipped. Uh, you find another one, just 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 various boxes of kind of like. Uh, commodities and supplies that would be shipped from town to town. How much of it can we load in the cart? Yeah, I was going to say, let's go ahead and sell it. <laughs> uh, are you willing to? Uh, are you willing to walk? Yeah. If yeah. you're willing to walk, you can load it all up in your cart. We put it all in the cart. Cool. Um, and when you get to town, we can just uh, we'll give you. You can sell it to somebody for a bulk. Are there any invoices or bills of lading attached to the crates? Uh, no, those those seem to be gone. Those don't belong in fantasy world, Sean. <laughs> Sean. No, Tiger's keepers in fantasy world. Well, sometimes you need them for clues, solve mysteries. <laughs> yeah. So they exist, but they're not here. <laughs> is there anything really wicked cool, or is it just mostly stuff? It's mostly your Bane stuff. They each have like some weapons, but none of them are very good. We have yeah, you get the idea. Of these... nails. <laughs> we can do a lot with a crate of nails. And of course, we need other stuff to really do with it. Yeah, but this time we're a good party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lawful. I'm not good necessarily. Well, I'm good. <laughs> we're not as. We're not as morally challenged as we were last time. <laughs> morally flexible. Um, so while you guys are going through it, um, uh, Miriam is going to kind of uh, come up to you, Nithis, uh, and say, hey, want to come, uh, want to just scout ahead, make sure there's nothing else on the road? Sure. Uh, she kind of looks at a lot of you and says, we'll be back. Flying buddies. That was Sean. That was not. I wish I could fly. That's the thing I want the most in this right now. Flying. What do you always want the most in this I game? <laughs> um, so as you're, as you're walking, around the time you get out of earshot, um, Miriam's like, that was pretty good work back there. Oh, thanks. She says, you fight with both uh, passion and a flair for the theatrics. You gotta have your fun where you can find it. Your fire sword is pretty badass. She, she, says, she says, thank you. She says, uh, crafted by the master herself. Who? She says, Altair, the, the, the master. That's cool. Uh, she says, that's been in the order for hundreds of years. She says, it's been passed down to me. That's cool. She says, um, she says, as I'm sure you've, you've gathered, she says, that we're, me asking you away from the camp was a pretense for this conversation. I, I don't know what you could want, though. She says, um, she says, I'm not sure where you're from, she says, but I can, I've seen what you can do, she says. If you ever find yourself looking for a life path that's a little more rewarding and challenging than aimless adventuring. She says, there might be a place for you in the order. That's 
That's very interesting because you're a fucking fat ass. <laughs> she just kind of smirks. She says, uh, and I see a badass in you as well. <laughs> I love it. Uh, cool. I'll she love- says, you, you clearly have a talent for mastering the, well, the chaos of sorcery. Yeah. Where would I go? Uh, she says, this invitation, of course, is for you alone, she says, but sure. you can find us in the center of a uh, flaming forest. Do I know where that is? Uh, you, you know it's the forest east of East Hill. Mm. Um, you're actually probably going to have to go through it to get to uh, Altaria. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, cool. Um, she says, um, now there, she kind of says, she kind of lowers her voice a little bit and says, now they will be a little more, there'll be more questions about where you come from. She says, I, if you do intend to apply, she says, I do hope you're more honest with them than you are with me. Well, how often do they turn people away because of their pasts? She says, it's not about what a person has done. She says, it's about what's inside of a person and what they're going to do, what they can do. She kind of says, um, she kind of, you know, gestures towards your poorly dyed hair. <laughs> it's washing out now. I ran yeah. out of dye, so it's like really shitty looking now. She says, uh, it's. Oh, thank you. Nice. Oh. Hi, Colleen. Everyone says hi. Oh, she I said snacks. She, she waves. Um, she says, uh, she says, I don't care about what you've done or what you're running from. She says, uh, she says, but you seem, you seem to have good in your heart. Still trying to make sure that's actually the fact and not just what I believe about myself. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Indeed. She says, uh, well, give it some thought. I will. Thank you for the invitation. You know. She says, uh, of oh. course, tell them I sent you. Okay. Turned out well. And with that, she kind of loudly says, well, I don't think there's anything out this way. Shall we head back? <laughs> Where we are, I don't. Did I see if they're making it out? <laughs> They're not making out. One hundred percent, right? <laughs> all right, so no, you all get. Nobody you all get else. The... Okay. Gwen, Gwen actually turns a little darker blue and shuffles off with his with his box. Crate. I just tried and start carrying some more crates out. The small ones. The right, very so... small ones. Actually, maybe I'm just watching them <laughs> now that I'm looking at my screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you guys get the carts loaded. Uh, and near the end of the day, uh, you come to a point where the road veers off west. Uh, and Miriam says, well, this is where we must part ways. Well, miss you. Yeah, it was wonderful meeting you. Good to she says, good meeting you too. She says, I'm sure our paths will cross again sometime. No, no, it's a big country. I'm too cool of a character to only show up once. Right? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> she says, no, she actually says, she says, the world's a lot smaller than you think. She winks at you. Me? You. Cool. Can we take a message to anyone in Carful for you, since we're going that direction? She shakes her head. She says, I have other ways of contacting my order. She says, uh, be careful out there. Stay to the road. Always be wary. And with that, she uh, starts walking east, or west, as you guys said, east. Road veers east. Sorry, the road veers east, not west. She goes towards Lornwood, not towards, not towards Garthal. Uh, <laughs> and where she walks, you can kind of see, like, the grass is overgrown, but you can still see the occasional sort of cobblestone peeking through, um, though far more overgrown than the uh, bits that you're on now. Okay. Neat. All right. So did you guys make out? Is that what you want to talk to you about? I'm sorry, what? I'm just wondering. Because, you know, she was telling us about how she really likes those romance novels, and I thought you were like, we just fought something, and then she's like, hey, let's sneak away together, and you're like, perfect for a romance novel. It's not a romance novel. But it could be. No, this is real life. Is it? It is. It really <laughs> is real life. <laughs> right. Really, Can really. I wink at her? No, we did not make out. Mm -hmm. Make out with a near stranger? Ugh. Kevin's all the time. I have observed this on multiple occasions. See, 88's on my side. Personal security, either. <clears throat> Make out with a total stranger. All right, so your cart rumbles on a little bit further before you decide to make camp for the evening. Um, who's going to keep watch? I have no idea what order in the rotation we are. There you go. I'll go first. Um, as we are, are making camp for the evening, though, and everyone is having dinner, I will uh, come over to Nithis and say, Nithis, I have made this for you, and present you with a piece of... Um, uh, moss agate stone. It's uh, sort of smoky, almost translucent in places, but there's also this uh, pink, almost lacy, uh, uh, opaque bit running through it, and he's carved it into the shape of an octopus. Cool! I love this! <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I'm imagining it in my head right now. It's great. I like it a lot. Thank you, 88. This is amazing. You are very welcome. All right, um, whoever is on watch first, go ahead and roll me a perception check. That's a me. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> That's, That's a six. Oh, no. Oh, go. Oh, wow. Well, fortunately for you, nothing happens during your watch. <laughs> that I'm aware of. <laughs> Who's next? I'll be next. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, that's low. Um, Perception, right? Mm -hmm. 11. Um, you don't see anything, but a few hours into your shift, 
uh, Winchester kind of wakes up and walks over to you and kind of sits down looking at you. I give him stretches. Yeah, he, he, his tail kind of flaps back and forth. Who's that boy? Um, and he kind of sniffs around a little bit and kind of snuffles towards your chocolate bag. No, that's not good for you. <laughs> Looks up at you and kind of whines a little bit. I'm going to... I'm going to cast... Um, I'm going to cast Beast Bond on him. And What's then mentally, uh, it allows me to establish a telepathic link with one beat. I touch that's friendly to me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm telepathically communicate to him that if he eats chocolate, he could get really sick and die. It's not good. And then I give him a little bit of smoked meat instead. Give him what? Some jerky. Yeah. How, yeah. Awesome, how awesome would it be if there's a druid spell? That could summon two D10 squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually. Yeah. Oh, that? that sounds like something that should be. <laughs> All right, so he uh, he happily chews on his on his uh, meat stick, uh, ah. kind of curls up at your feet. He's such a good boy. Uh, aside from that, though, your shift is your shift is quiet. And who's got the last shift? I'll take it. All right. Not great. Eight. Wow, this has been a shitty night, guys. <laughs> well, only if we get attacked. Yeah. We have been rolling very, very low. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the last shift, right? The one that's right before dawn or during the, the dawn shift. Mm-hmm. Um, as a uh, as um, the sun starts to come up, you hear the sounds of hoof, like hoof, like horse hooves uh, mm-hmm. com- coming in from the uh, west. And uh, a few minutes later, this um, this rider wearing like a red cloak uh, just zooms by on a horse, riding at full gallop towards Carthel. Wow! Doesn't slow doesn't slow down, stop, or even notice you all. Is the red cloak have any meaning to me at all? Uh, roll me, um, not, not off the top of your head, but go ahead and roll me a, uh, history check. History. Do I also see this? Uh, yeah. Well. 21 history. <laughs> sees all. Knows all. Um, you got a 12? I got a 12. What'd you get, 88? 21. Uh, those, those are the colors of Pericles. No. I will mention that when I wake up. Hmm. Well, I will ask as soon as everyone's up. Uh, there, there was a writer who went by, bright red cloak, and uh, he was just hell mel writing really, really fast. I believe that was a Paraclesian messenger. It's dangerous to ride that fast at night. Yeah, he didn't care. He had places. Also not very good for your horse. You're going to have to switch out horses pretty quickly. So I'm a bit tired. 
I thought, aren't, aren't Carthal and Pericles on bad terms? Uh, they are at peace at the moment. I'm asking the group. In character. In character? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Currently, they are at peace. Oh, okay. The threat of the Empire to the south has forestalled any further hostilities between the two nations. That's probably not good that he was in such a hurry. Most they likely not. Who knows? In the going to Carthal? Oh, yeah, he's definitely headed towards Carthal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the rate he was going, he may be there already. <laughs> How far are we from Carthal? Uh, you should be there by the end of the day. Oh, yeah. He's, he'll be there by noon today. He's going real fast. Well, he's got to rest his horse. Unless it's a magic horse. Unless it's a magic horse, which I've never heard of before. Um, so I guess we'll make breakfast and take off? Yeah. I guess Snicker and Doodle some breakfast treats. I try to feed Winchester, but he's apparently not hungry for some no, reason. No, he, 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 he eats it up. Yeah. <laughs> I make sure the horses get real food and not just treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you wake up, he's curled right up next to you. And then is very, very happy to receive his, uh, receive his meal. <laughs> oh, he's a good boy. All right, so uh, you all start uh, walking along with your wagon being pulled by Snicker and Doodle. After an hour, uh, you come across a um, curious sight. You see uh, some almost like fortification walls with soldiers posted in front of it. Um, uh, as you get closer, you realize that the sorcerers are a combination of kobolds, goblins, and gnomes. Uh, and they are all wearing uh, holy symbols of challenge. The sorcerers are like standing on the battlements? Where? Did I say sorcerers? I meant soldiers. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there we go. That makes more sense. <laughs> Sorry, I had sorcerer on the mic. <laughs> all these, these kind of soldiers guarding it. <laughs> the walls are the walls themselves are only like eight feet high, um, <laughs> but uh, you can see there's like a two-story building that they're surrounding. Huh. Huh. And there's nothing two like, like sixteen going feet on. or proper two stories. Proper two stories. Ah. And there and there's nothing hostile going around. They're just there. They're starting. It looks like. I mean, would you guys like to investigate this plot hook or continue? <laughs> Well, as you get closer, um, they're brothers of mine. Brothers, yeah. how are you? They nod and they say, "Well, hello. Uh, coming back from your from your visit." I was on pilgrimage and met up with these fine folks, and mm. they they seem to be uh, <clears throat> seem to be a lot of good fun. They say, "Well, Pretty. clearly your 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 uh, pilgrimage can't be complete without a stop to Rose's Tavern." <clears throat> The famous roses. I don't remember what happened at the. <laughs> this is where this is where Thomas is from. This is where the Ballad of New Haven came from. Okay. Uh, it, it's a little below your radar, but apparently, like they've gone to effort to preserve this from like being eaten up by the wild, and consider it like a semi-holy site and a tourist trap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Looks like a lovely place. Yes, come in. You can see where they wrote the, the famed Ballad of New Haven. Shall we? Does he look really, are you really excited about this? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about everything. Seven uh, of course, there is a, in order to maintain, you know, to maintain the uh, restoration and the guarding of this holy site, there is a one silver piece entry fee for each of them. Well, of course, for history. Yeah. I'll guard the cart. <laughs> the <silver> piece. <laughs> All right. So whoever's coming in has to pay a silver piece. All right. I'm just the least amount of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so hard to play a character that doesn't think things are funny because I think everything's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you come inside, uh, and they you know they open the door, and they're inside. There's like a tavern set up. Almost eerily, it has like wooden carvings of carvings of patrons inside of it, like sitting at the tables, <laughs> um, unmoving mannequins, kind of staring at the ceiling. Uh, and then there's like, uh, but you do recognize some of the mannequins. There's a mannequin for uh, Veracas, a mannequin that's a, like vaguely tiefling shaped, <laughs> you, 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 you know, halfling one, and uh, and another like elf, half elven one. Uh, they're all kind of like around a table, uh, uh, and then there's a fourth, uh, a fifth one that's a human that seems to be like writing something down. Favorite uh, <laughs> None of these carvings are like act, you know, lifelike or accurate. They're all kind of rough. But the one, they, the one that's writing something down, kind of flickers in and out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, they uh, say, they kind of gesture you all to the table, and they say, "This is the very table where they." Where they interacted with Thomas, the bard who wrote the Ballad of New Haven. <laughs> Is it? Uh, out of character? Yes. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a table. <laughs> also, also, it's a little bit of a they're retconning the history a little bit because Veracast kind of in secret told Thomas all he needed to know in order to yes. write the song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unaware, much to, you know, much to the surprise of the rest of you. I was kind of wondering if it was a table where Thomas had hit on Veragas. Probably not even the same table. To be <laughs> tables, the tables definitely do not look 800 years old. Yeah, that would be one hardy table. Uh, they say, uh, here, each of the members of the, the Heroes of New Haven told their part of the story to make write the song. The whole song? He nods. Ooh, that's a long time. And he said, "Oh, one second. And he kind of runs runs behind the bar. Oh no! And he comes back. <laughs> he, he comes back out of the bar. Uh, up on the bar, he has got like he's like, he's hastily affixed like a little bow tie. And he's like, "Can I get you a drink? Can you make a shandy?" Uh, he says, "I can combine a lemonade and a beer for you." That he says, "You have to pay for each of them, though." Yes, sir. Yours, okay. But then you get two shandies. True. Okay. Two shandies for the price of two. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that'll be two silver pieces for your shandies. Okay. I'll have a beer. That'll be a silver piece for you, sir. And of course, all all profits from this go to the restoration fund for the town of Rosewater. What's left of it? For history. (laughs) Is there anything left besides this tavern? Unfortunately, this is it. 
It was in a state of disrepair when our when we found it. Uh, we were able to restore it to its original glory and put up the walls you see around it that protect it from the creatures of the outside world. Are you in a but the eight hundred year old table survived. Uh, you did. It's a miracle. <laughs> Obviously, it's a holy tape. And I kind of I examine the table closely. <laughs> roll me, roll me an intelligence check with proficiency. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's sad that I'm not in there. Not that sad. Uh, f- no five. <laughs> like you have your suspicions, but you have no way of proving them. <laughs> how how long ago did the church send you on this mission? Uh, they say, uh, well, my, uh, my, my great-grandfather had the calling, uh, well, 150 years ago. That's like, hello, is this guy a kobold? He's a gnome, sorry. This oh, is a gnome. Holy shit, that's so many kobolds. No, there's, co- there's kobolds, uh, some goblins, and some gnomes in this one. Sorry, this guy's a gnome. Can I insight check him? <laughs> I got a natural one. Yeah, everybody's rolling like shit today. Well, yeah. I will say this guy's this guy's deceptive. has a high deception score. He did not roll. <laughs> Can I do a casual investigation check, stealthy investigation check, to see if there's like a, a fantasy IKEA stamp on the side of the table somewhere? <laughs> 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 Why not? Roll me, roll me an investigate check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sean, your role makes sense. Gwen would be a hard mark for all of this. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a level seven susceptible for all hey! this. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 21. Ooh, there you go. Um, <laughs> the stupidest uh, check in the world. There's no, there's no like, IKEA stamp on it, but, um, or Costco stamp. No fantasy Costco either. Uh, but you do notice that, like, I don't know, like, the, uh, the, 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 support, the supports holding the table up seems, like, very new. And, like, the wood, like, you would think after, you know, hundreds of years, people spilling beer on it would be in worse shape, but it's pretty... It's pretty a very pretty. nice table. Thank you for showing it to us. He says, of course, he, he says, of course, he says, uh, we like to we like to have our history. Uh, so another round, or well, can we see their rooms? Oh, he says we. Uh, those are our quarters now. The people of us that work here. Mm. That's disappointing. You should you should keep one in its natural state just to just to show people. Didn't your Stana get attacked? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want. <laughs> Never figured out why. <laughs> that plagued me. <laughs> Remember when you lost your pants? <laughs> right. That uh, plagued me too. Else's pants. Yeah. An in-game mystery. That was great. <laughs> um, this was the... Uh, oh, this was... Um, uh, the episode where you're at the Rosewater Inn is the episode where you came up with the Flaming Ox name. So... Oh. Unfortunately, these guys don't know that. So, otherwise, they'd be hard selling that as well. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, 
assuming you guys have no more drinks, uh, that's kind of the end of that's kind of the history into the history tour. It's just a table and some overpriced overpriced drinks. Is there a gift shop? He says, um, "Would you like to buy a tankard?" Sure. Uh, It'll be five silver pieces. Is the tankard engraved with some commemorative writing? It does say Rick Rose's Tavern on it, yeah. All right. I will pay five silver pieces for that. I'll buy two. Okay. I, I'll, I'll buy one as well, although Sean is screaming on the inside doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can ask Caitlin about my feelings about shops like this and, like, tourist towns. <laughs> <laughs> she, got, she got to catch an earful when we were down in Gatlinburg. <laughs> 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 I, have, I have a feeling if my insight check had gone better, I would. This would be a much different encounter. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, um, with all those transactions settled, uh, they, you, you all exit. Um, exit. Oh wait. The um, can I get this? I hand one of the uh, commemorative signs to him, and I go, "Can I get this filled for yeah. to go?" Oh, sure, that'll be a silver piece. All right, I don't know if I put silver piece. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pretty happy. It's been a good day for him. <laughs> as, right. as, as we're walking out, I just kind of idly ask him, is it, oh, did you guys uh, have any interaction with the Paraclesian courier that came back and by in the night? Ooh, good one. Uh, he says, oh, that fellow in red that drove by as if hell was chasing him? Yep, that's the one. Uh, we we tried we tried to get him to stop, but he he wouldn't. We we he just he just rode past us too quickly. Oh. Guess he's out of appreciate. He doesn't have an appreciation of history. Hmm. Well, before I go, you know, would you like a, you know, would you like to have a prayer or a song to Chalik or something before we hit the road? Uh, he kind of looks up and down the road to see if anybody else is coming. He says, "Yeah, sure, let's go for it." All right. Play a quick, play a quick song and do a quick prayer. Uh, he from the encroaching forest. Um, he reads a poem that he wrote about the tavern. <laughs> um, Is it any good? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it, it's poorly written and the rhyme scheme is just all messed up. <laughs> Is a is a persuasion check and an overtly, um, uh, what would you call it, like a hostile act? Not necessarily. What are you trying to persuade him? Well, I'm just going to try to persuade him to, you know, keep up the good work, keep up the practice. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing quite that shows your devotion like, uh, like practicing your craft. He he thanks you for the encouragement and says, "Yeah, I'll continue along my path." Chalik himself put me here to interpret the history of this event. Chalik himself? He, he came to you? No, no, it's a metaphor, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe you know what a metaphor is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can I insight check that? <laughs> <laughs> what, if, if he knows what a metaphor is? Yeah. No. <laughs> Bald-faced lie of my God appeared to him. <laughs> no, he's saying he's saying, he's saying that, it was a metaphor. He said it was a metaphor. Like God di- didn't appear to him. <laughs> it's just a turn of phrase. 
All right. Well, shall we get back on the road? Sure. Um, I carefully walk out, trying not to spill any of the uh, two-barrel ale I got. Actually, uh, can I be muttering, like, shave water underneath my breath to keep it from spilling out and walking out your early? I mean, fuck yes. Yeah, that's, that's a great, <laughs> uh, great, great use of that ability. I love it. <laughs> also. And actually, can I... Um, would I... <laughs> such a dumb idea. Um, Good. The... <laughs> So the pocket dimension in a bag of holding, um, it wouldn't necessarily have gravity, would it? No. So I, could, I, could, I could gently, I could offer to gently lower the tankard into the bag of holding. So that seems like a lot of work. It's fine. I got it. All right. <laughs> I'm going, and then I go up to the first and I go. Well, since there's no gravity, it would literally all spill out of the tankard inside the bag. Oh, yeah. Um, we got commitment mugs and signs, and I brought you one. Awesome. And then we I know we got club signs. I say, oh, thanks. And I said, they had the original table from when the uh, <laughs> when the owner of the Flaming Ox was here. The original table, huh? Yeah. Yeah. At an 800-year-old table. I give her one of these. They do. It's great. It's <laughs> awesome to see a piece of history. How you much did it cost you to see that table? Silver piece each. Hmm. How much <laughs> did the sign cost? Uh, five silver, silver pieces. Piece? Oh, yeah, five silver pieces. You paid five silver pieces for this stein? They're club steins. Yeah. I take a drink. Is this the best beer I've ever fucking had? Oh, the beer was additional. It's a shandy. It's it's a watered-down shandy. Like No, I would have asked her for a, re a regular oh. ale for her. It's so you, normal ale. You paid for this tankard, and then you also had to pay for this alcohol? Well, yes, commemorative. Yeah. Oh. It is a souvenir. Y'all are. It's alive. part of the experience. Yeah. Oh man. We well, now, you, now you'll have something to put on your mantelpiece when you're old and gray and retired to remember this trip. I bet I could break this thing with my bare hands, and I have no strength at all. I'm a magic user. Commemorative cups are really great. Um, back home, there is this bar that has a special mug. And if you win a contest, then you get to have free drinks in it all the time. Uh, so you can just maybe do a collection of special mugs from all over the country as you travel around. And then maybe a few of them will be like that. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. And then we can put them on a shelf and it'll look really cool. And you have a boat. Ooh. Special mugs on your boat. Five silver for a mug. You could call the boat the special mug. Now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's go. Unsnicker, <laughs> undoodle. Mr. Blaze. Can't believe y'all paid money for this. I had an excellent time. Thanks for suggesting it, Gwen. All right. So you continue, can you continue along towards Carthel? As the sun starts to get low in the sky, you, uh, you see it. Uh, up ahead, stretched out as you come in slightly up over the hill, just this large city, uh, huge, 
uh, stretching out below you. Um, and you head off, the camera stays, and you all head off towards it. Uh, <laughs> and that's where we'll end today's session. Yay. Uh, but Yay. Uh, the camera then cuts to oh, no. um, New Haven. Uh, a, man, a man walks into town uh, from the south uh, and comes to the first tavern he sees on the right. Uh, inside in the corner, uh, you, there is a um, kind of a grumpy looking, grumpy looking man with his daughter. Oh no. <laughs> She's sitting there practicing her handwriting and as he sits there and goes through some papers. Uh, the man kind of looks around the tavern, sees just him in the corner and goes over and he says, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, Els Be Bexel looks up from his from his work and says, what do you want? He says, uh, have you seen this woman? And he holds up a picture of Nithis with blonde hair. <laughs> uh, and Ailes kind of puts down what he's doing, folds his hands together and says, why, yes. Yes, I have. No, I have and blonde then, hair. No. <laughs> and that's what we'll end that today's session. <laughs> Oh. We level up. Is gonna come back uh, you level up. Uh, yeah, you level up. Why not? I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you so no, since it's the end of the act. <laughs> Seriously, we could, if if it weren't like wildly out of like the whole naming convention of the game, we could totally just be called Nithis and the Fuck Around Gang. <laughs> <laughs> All what we do. <laughs> well, Nithis is pretty much. A wet blanket. <laughs> it's great though. It's a it's a great relationship, like a great foil relationship for the group. <laughs> All right, before we shut the recording off, everyone want to roll your hit dice? Yes, I need Hooray. to see what I roll. D eight, probably. For Druid, yeah, it's a D eight. Yes. It's always a D eight. I rolled eight HP. Uh, you have not been good to me thus far. But let's I see. rolled a one, so four. Uh, five. Five. Six. Fuck. Ooh, I rolled a five. Noise. Nice. I rolled a three, so five. Ooh, I get an extra. Five. You're rolling a d10, right, Matt? Uh, d8. I'm taking a level one cleric. Oh, okay. So, yeah, five. All right. What happened at 4th 